Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast in, in this, this reality. reality. The show designed to challenge everything we've been taught. If you've ever felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Time to open your mind. And dive in. This, this is, is the, the Mental, Mental Mastery, Mastery Alliance, Alliance Podcast. And here we go. I'm over here having a laugh uh, at myself because if you cannot laugh at yourself, what the hell is the point? So many people out here taking everything so seriously. Ladies and gentlemen, it's okay to calm down. Fun fact, the last episode we did was with a fellow by the name of Philip Van Hout. I really like him, and this guy just has this interesting knack of dropping stuff that is relevant to essentially what I'm doing, or in the ethos of the same vein. I don't know how else to put it. Um, you know, it's one of those things where uh, you comprehend manifest creation, you comprehend sort of what it is that you see, think, do, feel, smell, taste, touch. And then you comprehend your role in it. There are too many idiosyncrasies. There are too many things that take place that cannot be explained away. And this is the shit that, 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 that floors me. So even though I experience it a lot, I keep experiencing it and I keep getting surprised. And that's crazy. That's crazy to me because you'd think after time and time again, you'd be like, hey, no, I've got this figured out. I know what I'm doing. I've got it figured out. But you don't. You never do. Well, maybe you do. Um, but I think this, the, like, uh, it's, it's the same as quantum mechanics. We talked about this too. Like the, uh, quantum physics. Sorry. The minute you look at it, it changes. <laughs> it's aware that it's being looked at. Whatever it is. So once you see it, it knows you're seeing it and it's like it does a different dance or some shit. Or it's like Groot in the Guardians. Whenever he looks at him, he stops moving. I don't know, man. There's some funny things. When your brain works the way mine does with ADHD, you literally tie everything together and it's all fascinating and it's all wrong and it's all right and it's all a jumble. And it's hard to explain to other people. It's hard to, like a lot of my podcasts I find too, you know, not recently, but certainly in the beginning uh, when I was trying to find my voice or when I was trying to sort of get better at what I was doing. A lot of rambling. I mean, right now we're about two, three minutes into the show, and uh, this is one hell of a run-on sentence, I'll tell you what. But what I was getting at was this idea behind branding and marketing. Now, this isn't going to be a branding and marketing podcast because I really don't do that, which is funny that I say that, and that was intrinsic of me to say, like, I just it just rolled out of my tongue that this is how I wanted to say it. I don't want to talk about marketing on the show. Truthfully... As a businessman, I am a businessman. I'm fancy. You should see my fancy pants. You have to talk about this stuff. You have to promote yourself. You have to push yourself out there. You have to let people know, hey, if you want to work with me, you can. Uh, but I've always hated that, that marketing and that branding. I've always hated the idea that you need to sell yourself in the vein, in that same vein, in a repetitive vein. I look at this. And I don't like it. I don't like people being like, oh, and by the way, yada, yada, yada. But the truth is, if I see somebody I truly love and truly adore that's out there doing something that I truly want to be doing, 
And all I have to do is send them an email and be like, hey, could you spare some time? Can we figure this out? It's a really cool world that we live in that that's a massive possibility and probability that anyone will connect with you and want to do what it is that you're doing. They want to work with you. They want to do this stuff. But if they don't know, they don't know. I have a friend. Uh, we're going to talk about this next episode, but um, just sort of the whole journey of uh, all uh, last week was great. Um, I have a friend, Jason. Uh, he also has a podcast. He's been on the show a few times. Jason Petronick, J-Man. A big shout out. Uh, his show, the Launchpad Podcast. If you guys haven't checked that out, go for it. Uh, he is a legend. And this guy and, and me are polar opposites. Wherein he'll ask for anything. You know, he comes from a household where if you don't ask, you don't get. And that makes perfect sense. I come from a household where if you ask, you get laughed at, ridiculed, shut up, and pushed away. Right? Because you can't have anything that you want without struggle. This is how I was raised. Everything is a fucking fight. Everything. If you want something, you have to fight for it. And don't ask for it. Either go out and get it, go out and make it happen, but don't ask for it. Don't ask for help. And if you hurt yourself, walk it off. I come from a broken home, quote unquote. That's not like an oh, poor me, but this is my mother and my father now in two separate households, both promoting the same message. Do not bother me with your problems. Do not ask me for help. You will get three meals and a cot. What is it? Three hots and a cot? That is what you will get as my child. Um, and honestly, in this day and age and in this world, you can't ask for any more. And how foolish of you to ask for more, right? But on the same side, imagine you had a family that was willing to help you create something instead of force you into the machine. I'm not knocking my family. I'm not knocking my upbringing. I'm not knocking any of that. I am merely explaining that where I come from, there are certain things. And every single one of us has the same backstory. I don't mean you have the same as me. I mean that you are carrying around a story with you that is impacting how you communicate with the world. Jason put out on Facebook while his car was in the shop just to save a couple bucks. Hey, I'm out of a car for two weeks. Does anybody have a car that they're not using that they want me to drive? And when I read the message, I'm like, this is fucking absurd who's gonna give you a car within minutes he got a reply some lady had of all cars a lexus that legitimately needed to be driven around so that things didn't seize up in the car she wasn't driving it. there was nobody to drive it so she was actually helping jason but getting benefited herself so by him asking and they were perfect strangers at the time relatively perfect strangers and she just gave him her car because it was beneficial to her and to him you don't know unless you ask and that's what he taught me. And I laughed. It's not that he taught me that, but I mean, I'm aware of it, but I, I watched this man do these things so many times. And I'm so amazed at my good friend, Jason Petronick. Now we were out last night. Uh, we went to the Pantera and Lamb of God concert here. I'll tell you, Lamb of God is a bit too heavy for me. I am, I'm an old man. Uh, and well, I'm an, I'm the oldest I've ever been, but I'm still a young buck. Uh, and it's hilarious because I met with my friend Jason last night, different Jason, Jason Chills, a good friend of mine whom I've known got to be 20 odd years now. It's amazing how time flies. I love this man with a passion. Uh, he's been nothing but ultra kind to me, even when I was at my craziest. He's got a heart of gold. He's got a smile that'll melt an iceberg uh, a mile long. And and you just see this man's kindness as he as he walks. And he's 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 bigger than me somehow. He's 6'3", 
six foot three or six foot four, and and he just carries himself so well. And he's just this massively beautiful, gentle giant. And so we're out last night, and there's a huge praise for you, Jay. Uh, I love you, brother, and I love you too, Petronick. Uh, so all the Jasons in my life, you're you're good people. Oddly enough, um, my friend Jason from Oshawa, who couldn't make the show, had to cancel. So my other friend Jason from Markham could come. Um, I think it's just easy to only collect friends named Jason. Uh, I guess that's how it works. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but here it is. It's easy for me to remember who my friends are because they're basically all named Jason. Now, that being said, Jay was talking to me, but we were, we went and we got our seats and there was a skybox behind us and it was absolutely fantastic. And I said, it's empty. Why can't we have it? <laughs> so one thing led to another. Next thing you know, we're watching the show from the skybox. And, uh, Jay says to me, he goes, you know, I always admired your ability to just ask for stuff. And it's funny because there's so many times where like, I'll never, because of who I am and because of my upbringing, I'll never ask anyone for a favor or for help or anything like that. But I will ask, it's like, it's like, you know, you never steal from your friends, but don't worry about stealing from the bank type of thing. Like it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you can't ask for yourself, but you can ask for anything else. You can ask for entertainment purposes in my mind. I couldn't ask for handouts. I couldn't ask for help. I couldn't ask for anything. Do it all yourself. But when it comes to experiences, no problem. Ask for it. And so as I admire Jason Petronick to be able to say, hey, could somebody help me and give me a car? I could never do that. And then when Jason Chills turns to me and says, I admire your ability to ask for anything that you want. When it's not help, when it's not anything other than a neat thing or an experience, I'm totally all about it. It was an interesting turnabout in this scenario, in this situation for me to have that, for me to experience that. Um, and again, man, it's sort of a bit of a, a bit of a side note. It's your forties are hilarious. I am currently 43 years old. I went to last night, a Pantera and lamb of God concert. I don't know if you know who lamb of God is, but Holy hell, my brain still hurts. They are so heavy. Uh, I got to watch this. From a box with my bottle of Perrier and my glass with orange slices, which is basically my favorite drink, in total comfort. 20 years ago, I would have been in the pit. But now I want i want comfort. I want to see the show, absolutely. But I, I don't want to put in too much effort. I don't want to be displaced. I want to be fully comfortable. And I would like to have my beverage of choice in my hand as I indulge in my metal shows. It's fantastic. I say all this because the funniest thing is at 43 years old, I'm at a heavy metal concert until the wee hours of the morning. Today, I have my life labs appointment, which in Canada is the guy that comes to your house to do your blood work, urine samples and all that sort of stuff. So I have my life labs appointment for my life insurance policies to do the updates and to do all the stuff. They need to know all kinds of fun stuff about me. So I'm getting everything's done. So here I am. At a metal show one night and then doing my, you know, responsible adult duties the next day. Like your forties are just wild. You know, you don't think about what it's going to look like until you get here. And then, you know, of course, you know, foreshadowing or projecting into the future. The fifties, they'll probably be a little bit more tame, but you know, I, I could still see myself going to a metal show. I mean, Phil Ensemble, the lead singer of Pantera is 55 or 58 years old. He's 55 or something. He's just up there tearing it up. Just having the time of his life. There's no more. There's no more definitive difference between what the ages are or anything like that. I think wherever you are right now, just have fun with it. Just have fun with it. I say all that um, because it's a fun story. It's a great story. 
Uh, but it leads into uh, this post. So Philip posted a couple hours ago, he posted, you're afraid of having sales conversations because you're afraid of being rejected. And you're afraid of being rejected because you weren't loved for who you were as a child. And I was having this exact conversation with a client of mine a couple of days ago. And I thought to myself as I was having this conversation, am I having it for your benefit or am I having it for my own? Do I have issue asking for clients? Um, I'm in a bit of a predicament in that sense where my clientele and the way I've always done business, and I'm sure I could adult, uh, adapt and, and change, but I've always worked with a maximum of 10. Right now we have two open spaces, um, but it's always been 10 people per year because I want to be able to give them as much of me as I possibly can. Uh, so that limits my income from that avenue and that revenue stream. But I, there are multiple revenue streams. So there are many, many other things that you can do with your time, proper investments, however you want to do it. Um, but yeah, so what I know from that revenue stream, that's a fixed income. Uh, and it's fine with me. And it's perfect. It's great. I want 10 people and I want to be able to be happy with them. So perhaps by doing so, I've pigeonholed myself. I've said certain limitations. Maybe you can relate to that in your life. I looked at this though and I thought to myself, it's, it's so, it's so like the ethos are throwing this in my face. I had this thought, I had this conversation. At first I had the thought about myself because I do not like, like I said at the beginning of the show, I do not like pumping and promoting me. I'm really good at what I do. Hey, hey, if you guys like me, I am one email away. If you want to connect, if you want to say hello, Adam at the Mental Mastery Alliance, shoot me an email. I will personally get back to you. I just, it just feels weird, you know? And then people who are like, ah, you know, I don't want to waste his time. And I appreciate that. If you don't have anything sound or solid to say or do, if you're not in a position to make a move, there's no real point in emailing me. But if you're like, fuck me, you know, I've got everything, the white picket fence, the, you know, two car garage, the beautiful wife or husband, whatever. And for whatever reason, I'm not happy with where I am or what I'm doing. And I know there's more than I know that there's more than I can do. This is who I want to work with. I want to help you create your your, your desire, your dream, your online presence. I want to help you earn from home an extra income that is going to make you happy. It's going to allow you to either leave your job or do whatever it is you want to do. This is what we're good at. This is what we really do. We mix that in with some psychology and we get you super happy about sort of where you are and how you're experiencing this version of reality. If you're looking to get rid of anxiety or depression, we do the same thing. This is exactly, this is the wheelhouse. This is my wheelhouse. New information new perspectives, everything to get rid of that stuff so that you're med-free and moving forward into a beautiful reality. Now, it blows me away that I look at my buddy Jason who does what he does. Jason Petronik, who asks for anything. Jason Chills, who has a wonderful life um, and is just, an, uh, like I said, a gentle giant, an open, an open beast of a man. Wonderful wife, wonderful kids. Multiple revenues, you know, happy man, just a very happy man. I'm very blessed to have the people in my life. I look back on my life and I think to myself, what is it that's preventing me from, from perhaps becoming bigger? And the truth is, I don't want to be bigger. This, I've always said that, that what I'm doing here and what's being done here has never been about me. And that's one of the things that was always true. This whole thing, this podcast, this show, this message, everything that we're working on is about the message. It's not about me. And that's why my face isn't everywhere. My beautiful, beautiful face. 
Uh, they always told me I had a face for radio, and all of you seem to enjoy my voice very well. So keep on enjoying my voice and share the show with your friends, by the way. Our listeners are going up and up and up for sure. But if you've got the ability to drop maybe a like uh, in the iTunes, that helps. The algorithm, That really does help to follow the show or what have you. That really does help. Maybe I need to get into some more self-promotion so that so that more people can see it. But I mean, we are growing. We're, we're growing every single day. We're growing. You know, it's not huge, but it's enough to notice. And I'm I'm always super super happy and grateful for everybody that's here. And I don't even want to ask you guys to do that stuff. I wouldn't be like, hey, do you mind helping us out a little bit and 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 just going over there and and giving us a, a rating on the iTunes? If you've got an iPhone, it doesn't take long. If you haven't done it, I do, I actually would appreciate it. As a matter of fact. But it's not that I even want to do it. I want to entertain you guys. I want to be fun. I mean, everything under the sun right now is fucking costing everyone money. I want you to be able to see that this show has uploaded an episode, click on it, and have a fucking laugh. And maybe learn something, you know, and or maybe spark something inside. Not learn something. I'm not here to teach anybody anything. I'm just here to express. But this, this is so poignant. You are afraid of sales conversations because you are afraid of being rejected. That's normal. That's no, that's everybody. Every person on the sun. I don't want to be rejected, so I'm not going to try. Homer Simpson said the first step to failure is trying. We didn't want to try. The second line here is what's really poignant. And this is the stuff that, that Philip is so good at. He just bombs this shit out there and you're like, fuck. That's like a, that's like a, a catastrophic slap in the face. Once you really, once it really hits home, it, he, like I said, he goes on to say, and you're afraid of being rejected because you weren't loved for who you were as a child. Doesn't that just send your back up? Like, fuck you. Who do you think you are telling me that you know me? But it's true. And it's not that you're unique for having that experience. That is the consensus. This is what we were raised in. And it's not our parents' fault because everything that we've done and everything that we've experienced and everything that we're going through is designed to make us a better version of who we are. Which is the truth. Which is where we are. Which is what we're doing. Right? So you can't even be mad. There's no point in being mad at anything. There's no point in being mad at anything. It's just an experience. It's just a passionate experience of absolute chaos and mayhem. Uh, last week, I did a huge tour of many cities. Well, it's like three cities, uh, but it was a nice giant, actually more than three cities, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six cities all together. But yeah, it was one giant continuous loop and I absolutely adored it. And next week or the next episode, whenever I decide to upload that, uh, we'll be talking about that. But I wanted to get this one out there. I wanted to follow up the, the, the Philip episode with the Philip quote and the conversation that I was having with my client. And I wanted to promote my friends that are all named Jason. So. I sit here humbly before you saying thank you, motherfuckers, for all of your help, joy, uh, appreciation, the numbers that we're growing. I love that you guys are listening. I love that you're continuing to listen. You're pretty awesome. Uh, And I hope that in your life, you understand that you're awesome and that you're you're really stepping into purpose. It's huge. It's huge to do that. I'm sorry if you hear the dings. I forgot to turn the sound off on all my devices. Uh, I would turn myself onto airplane mode uh, before the show began, et cetera, et cetera. This has been a fun show. Um, I want I want you to know that if you're afraid to ask, you're 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 not going to get it. And if you're afraid to be rejected, that's totally 
normal and that you shouldn't be afraid to do anything because anything that rejects you allows you to literally get it done. And what I mean by that is get an answer. One of the key things in any great sales pitch is get an answer. Yes. Perfect. Let's go. MasterCard, Visa, where are we going with this? Blank check, empty beer bottles. No, you're, you're out. Thank you. We're done here. You don't have to waste your time on this person, this entity, this energy anymore. You can now focus on anything else. The wishy-washy bullshit cowards out there that do not have the ability to give you a definitive answer because they themselves don't know. Shouldn't say cowards. I'll say there are cowards who, who desperately need you to like them. You can also put those in the no category. Because there's another saying that says, if it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no. And one day that person will be in a position where they've been not, they've not made a decision for so long that it, it, their, their wishy-washiness becomes, uh, it's too late. And I don't mean too late as in like, as in it'll never happen, but it's too late for them to have taken advantage of the reins that they had in front of them. There comes a point in time where you get push, push, push. You, you don't make a decision. You, you meander around and then boom, you're like, okay, well now I'm forced into a decision that I don't want to make because there's something that I need to do. Right. When you can just say, Hey, whatever, we're going to go for it. Um, but those people typically, if you pull the quote unquote coward statement out, those people will meander and a meanderer won't give you an answer. So beautifully in sales, get a yes or get a no and move on. The meanderers will continue to meander in everything that they do in life until they can no longer meander until the meandering has come to a meander end. <laughs> My play on words. I'll leave you with this, ladies and gentlemen. If there's anything that you want in this life, it's because you've seen it already accomplished. If you've seen it already accomplished, it's something that you can do. If you've never seen it accomplished, create the ever-loving shit out of it. This is up to you. It is your life. Grab it by the schwat and curlies right now. You are fully responsible. Utilize your past, utilize your quote unquote pain, utilize your weaknesses and turn them into strengths. If I can't do this, but then I can overcome not being able to do this, fuck, I can teach how it's done. Philip, you're an absolute legend. If you're listening to this show right now, I love you to pieces. Jason Chills, thank you very much for an amazing evening last night. We had a blast and we will do it again. Jason Petronick, your show is incredible, the Launchpad Podcast. And my good friend, I will see you again very shortly, probably March 16th, back up in Ottawa. And until then, well, not so much until then, but for now, I will say this. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways. But also, leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity 
over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac. 